All right, good afternoon, everyone. Good to see everyone uh, back for some halacha, quick halacha on Tuesday afternoons. Uh, we've been discussing some Hilcha Shabbos. Let's talk about, as we were talking about our, our Shabbos table, about washing and a little bit of lachas of benching. Uh, and then the other most critical element of our Shabbos table, the flowers on the table, of course. So there are a lot of number of questions which come up regarding Shabbos flyers. Um, are you allowed to put them in water if you forgot before Shabbos? If somebody brings you flowers on Shabbos, are they muksa? Can you move them when you clear the table? Can you take them off? Can you put them back? Um, all sorts of issues like that. So let's cover some of the basics of how to handle the Shabbos flowers on Shabbos. So the starting point of this discussion is what's known as the Malacha of Zorea. There are 39 primary activities which are prohibited on Shabbos. One of those is what's known as zorea, which means to sow or to plant, to put seeds in the ground in order to be able to grow. This malacha of planting seeds, there's a big debate, it's just an interesting debate whether or not you've, you're in violation of that malacha when you put the seed in the ground, or if you leave it there for like three days and it actually takes root, like similar to baking. If you put a, a, a raw piece of dough in the oven, I haven't cooked, I haven't baked, I just, I put it, I did the act of baking or cooking, but no act, no actual baking or cooking happened until it actually cooks. So is the malacha of zorea similar to that, in which the act is putting the seed in the ground, but it isn't yet violated until it actually begins to grow or not. That's a whole discussion, but not for us right now. Any act which will promote growth of a natural growing uh, item is included within the malacha of zorea. And what's most relevant to us as far as that goes would be watering. So there's no specific malacha. None of the 39 are watering, but since one of the 39 is sowing, sowing not like a garment, but sowing seeds, anything that's affiliated with the promotion of the growth of a product would be considered a tolda is, is an outgrowth of this particular malacha and would therefore be prohibited. So therefore it would be a Torah prohibition if you had an outdoor plant growing in the ground and you were to water it on Shabbos, that would be a Torah prohibition of Zorea. Uh, so much so, by the way, that this applies even to grass. Grass is considered a living, uh, a, a living growth. And therefore, if you were to water grass, that's also a Torah prohibition on Shabbos. The Ramah, Ramesha Islas, even goes so far as to say one should therefore be careful not to have a picnic outdoors on Shabbos because of the fact that it's so likely that you might accidentally spill a couple water or drip water onto the ground and would help the grass grow. See, he even goes so far as to say one should be be careful about having an outdoor picnic. There's a lot of halachas regarding the sukkah's time where one is outdoors, uh, but that's not again for our topic tonight. Our topic this afternoon is regarding plants and flowers. And so really there are three different categories of plants slash flowers that we need to address in order to clarify the halacha in regards to all of them. The first, we'll, we'll go from the most stringent to the least stringent. The first issue is what we would call a potted plant. And that means like many people have in their homes, actual live growing plants that are in soil, they need to be watered, they need sunlight, and you have them in your house. So that's question number one. How do we deal with a potted plant on Shabbos? Number one, is it muksa? Certainly you're not allowed to water it. That really goes without saying, but we could certainly include that as part of the equation. Um, how do we deal with a potted plant on Shabbos? The second issue we would then deal with would be a bouquet of flowers. And within a bouquet of flowers, there are two categories of flowers. Sometimes you get a bouquet of flowers and it has not yet fully bloomed. It's not yet fully blossomed. There's a specific type of flower that I'm thinking of. They're like these long, tall stems and they start from the bottom and they begin to bloom and then all the way until you get to the top. And when you buy them from the flower store, they are put in the arrangement of the flower bouquet 
It's specifically done where it hasn't fully opened up yet. And part of the bouquet, part of the beautiful arrangement of flowers that you have is that over the next day or so, or three days, however much time it is, it will continue to open and fully blossom. That is one category of flowers as to how do we deal with that on Shabbos. And then the third category is a bouquet of flowers that is completely opened. That's uh, very often you get an arrangement in which there's nothing left to bloom. Everything is open. It is what it is. And what's going to happen now is it's just going to, it'll be there. It'll sit on your table and everything is going to die. That is the, uh, the different categories of flower arrangements. So we have potted plants. We have a bouquet. The, the, the difference between, of course, the potted plant and the, those last two cases of the bouquet of flowers is that the bouquet of flower has been cut from its source of nourishment. A, a potted plant still has roots. It's still in earth and it will continue to grow. It is alive. And because of the fact that it is alive, growing in the potted plant, we treat, with, we treat it as such. Whereas the bouquet of flowers that you get, once it's been cut from its source, so now there's just a ticking a clock until it eventually dies because it's no longer attached. So, But we still have two different categories of bouquets of flowers that are detached. One in which it's still going to bloom a little bit more. And number two, where it's really fully opened already and you just want to put them in to water. And now we have the question of, can I put these in water? Can I move them? What, what am I allowed to do with these flowers over the course of Shabbos? So let's start with the most stringent, which is the potted plant, as we already started. A potted plant as a live plant, still with its roots, is literally would be a Torah, it's a, it's a debate if it would be a Torah prohibition or a rabbinic prohibition, exactly if it's indoors, if it's not attached to the ground. But that for sure, there's nothing to talk about. You're not allowed to water in any any sense such a plant. Not only are you not allowed to water such a plant, which is obvious that would be causing the plant to grow, but even if you specifically opened up the shades in order for the plant to receive more sunlight on Shabbos, that would be a prohibited activity. Since we're talking about a live potted plant, Anything that you would do to promote growth of that plant would be absolutely forbidden on Shabbos and therefore you could not even open up the shades specifically to allow it to get more sunlight. Whether or not a potted plant is mukta and you want to move it from wherever it is, that is also a major discussion amongst the poskim. The majority of poskim believe that it is indeed mukta because it is a live plant, it is in soil, it would be considered muksa, and therefore really one should not even move a potted plant um, on Shabbos. If one is in, a, in real dire straits and one needs to, one should use uh, your foot, you should kick it, as opposed to actually picking it up with your hands, because the majority of posts can believe that it is indeed muksa, and therefore should not be moved in a normal manner if you do need, do need to move it. But a potted plant should be left in general where it is, and obviously it cannot be watered, and it really should not even be, uh, like again, even opening up the shades specifically for the plant would be prohibited. If it's in a room where you want sunlight, that's fine. You're allowed to open up the shade because you want sunlight in your dining room. The fact that the pot might get, so the plant might get some sunlight is not a problem. But what about our main situations, which is your our bouquet of, uh, of flowers? So there really, again, are two major issues which, which come up regularly on a Shabbos. Number one is, can I put them in water on Shabbos? And this comes up in, in two scenarios. Number one, um, uh, uh, all-star, rock star husband brings home a bouquet of flowers and uh, everybody's busy. Nobody had a chance to put them in water before Shabbos, so they're laying around on the counter and then uh, the wife lights Shabbos candles, husband comes home from shul Friday night and oh no, this bu- expensive bouquet of flowers is still sitting there on the cabinet. 
are we allowed to put it in water now that Shabbos has started? That scenario happens uh, fairly regularly. Um, or you invite guests for Shabbos, um, pre-COVID for sure, even now as we're coming out of things, you invite a guest over for Shabbos, and you invite a guest, let's say, who is not so familiar with the laws of Shabbos, and they want to bring you a housewarming gift for having, the, having you over, and instead of bringing you uh, chocolate chip cookies or a bottle of wine, they bring a bouquet of flowers. So nice. And now <laughs> Shabbos has already started. Your guest who you're hoping to share the beauty of Shabbos with, they're not so familiar with it, and they just brought you a bouquet of flowers. They're expecting you to put it in a vase and put it on the table. And what are you allowed to do? Are you allowed to put them into a vase of water on Shabbos? So that, those are the two f- f- frequent scenarios in which you just forgot. I just forgot to put them in. Or somebody brought them to me on Shabbos. Can I put them in water on Shabbos? You similarly sometimes have a question that comes up in which the, the vase is knocked over. It's on the table and uh, things happen. Somebody knocks over uh, the vase and the flowers come out or the water spills, whatever the case may be. Can you put them back in? And there also will make a distinction between whether or not the water itself spilled or whether or not you, the, the flowers tipped over, but you could just put them back in. Um, so let's talk about these scenarios again. We have two different bouquets to discuss these two cases with. Uh, the other issue, of course, is muksa. Can I move them from the table? Number one, again, where some of the flowers have not yet opened, they have not yet fully bloomed. And number two, where they have completely bloomed. So starting from, again, the more stringent one, which would be the flowers that have a bouquet that has not yet fully bloomed. There are still some flowers that you see the buds and it still has what to open. So in that scenario in which the, the, you can see that the flowers have not yet completely opened, so in that case, you are absolutely not permitted to put them in water. Since they have not yet fully bloomed, and as a, as a bouquet that has not yet bloomed, uh, if you were to put them in water, that would encourage and further their growth. So you're not allowed to do that. So in a scenario in which you forgot to put them in before Shabbos, or a guest brought them to you over Shabbos, and now you realize that Shabbos, I'm holding on to this bouquet, but you see it's the type of flower that it's still going to continue to bloom. Are you allowed to put them in water? Absolutely not. There's no way that you would be allowed to do so um, because that will further the growth of the flower. It will, for, Even though it's been cut off and it's detached, but that's obviously going to help and encourage its particular growth. What do you do in the case, by the way, in which you, you realize this and a guest came? So, okay, everybody knows a little bit of the tricks of the trade. Uh, so you take a uh, opaque vase in which you can't see whether or not there's water. You can put them in there where nobody will know the difference whether or not there's water in there. That you're allowed to do because they're not muktza. Uh, they're, they're, they're considered a decoration. A flower intrinsically could be a lot of different things, but we all use them and sell them and they're, brought, they're being brought as uh, decorative. And so it's not considered muxas. You can move them. You have to move them off the table. You can move them back to the table. So you put them in an empty vase if you need to uh, get into such a situation, um, but you cannot put them in water if you see that they are not fully open. What about our third category in which we have a bouquet of flowers that it's completely open? It's like, uh, you know, you see, they, they make different types of flowers. You look at it, everything, what you see is what you get. You know, there's, there's nothing here left to grow. It's, it's completely done. So in, in this scenario, in this scenario, there are a couple of things. We'll try to do this in, in a way that will remain clear. If they fell out of water 
and the water is already still there, meaning the flowers just tipped out and you want to put them back, that we are lenient on to allow you to put them back since they're detached from the ground. So we took care of that situation. It's not like a potted plant. Since the flowers are completely open, there's nothing left. All the water is doing is maintaining their, their existence, but there's no growth that's taking place. So in that scenario, simply putting them back in water that they were already once in would be permissible on Shabbos. That you'd be allowed to do. There are, of course, always those who are stringent, but in practically speaking, you'd be allowed if the flowers literally tipped out of their vase and you just want to put them back into the same water that they were in before, that you would be allowed to do. What about putting them in new water? Going back to our two scenarios, guests brings you flowers or husband comes home and everybody forgot to put them in a vase and you see they're the type of flower that there's no growth left in them. Again, if there was still flowers to bloom, no way you can put them in water. But here, they're completely open already. There's nothing left to happen. Am I allowed to put them in water for the first time on Shabbos? So here is a major debate. The many poskim said, and this was going back many, many, many years, that you were not allowed to because of tircha. Tircha means it's a burden. It's an unnecessary burden on Shabbos. And this seems to be very much a reflection of an era of previous years where water was not as accessible and the ability to fill up a vase and put water in it was indeed something that wasn't as, as simple as it is today where we have running water and turning on a faucet is, is no tircha whatsoever. But there are still poskim who would say that was the established halacha that to put, also if there are other reasons as well, I should, I should add the idea, it, it looks, the idea of putting flowers in water for the first time, it looks all wrong. So there are those who are still stringent and say you're not allowed to put flowers in the water for the first, even if, again, for sure you can't do this if they haven't fully opened. But even if they have fully opened, there's nothing left to bloom, still you shouldn't put them in water for the first time. There are many poskim who say that, and that is the general approach in halacha, that we stay away from ever putting flowers in water for the first time. But, however, it is worth noting, because in this scenario, and in this scenario only, where the flowers have completely opened already, if there is a great need, and there are various reasons why there would be a great need, you know, whatever, the, the flowers that were brought were super expensive, and they're not even going to make it till the next day, and the next day is the Sheva Brachos that we're, hope, we're hosting, and it's going to be a, a mess for whoever it was that spent the money. If everything is already fully opened, in this case and in this case only, there are those to rely on that would say you can put it in water for the first time on Shabbos. Again, in general, we avoid that. If it's only a $15, $20 bouquet, whatever the case may be, even $25, $30, whatever it is, and you forgot to put them in, leave it. And if they don't make it to the end of Shabbos, they don't make it to the end of Shabbos. But if there is a, a great knee, whatever the case may be, and they have fully opened, there is what to rely on to be lenient and put them into, uh, into water because the only issue is tircha. The only issue is a burden. There is no issue of growth. There is no issue of promoting growth. That's already happened. The flowers have been cut from their source and there's nothing left to grow. And therefore, there's no primary problem. Let me just to clarify that one more time. On a total level, they're already out of the ground. Even on a rabbinic level, there's nothing left to grow. So we, we try to avoid it because it either looks inappropriate or because it's a burden. So today it's not a burden. And uh, in a case of great need, we can rely on that. So to review our three categories, a potted plant 
that has soil and that needs to be watered. That is a live plant. Absolutely, you cannot water that on Shabbos. It is even generally considered muksa. You shouldn't even move it on Shabbos and you can't even open up a window shade just to get sunlight. That's all promoting growth of a live plant absolutely not allowed on Shabbos. If we have a bouquet of flowers, which means it has been cut off from its source of nourishment, which means on a Torah level, you can't violate promoting growth. It's only rabbinic. But if it still will blossom, there's still flowers yet to bloom, then we treat it like it's a live plant in a degree, to the degree that you may absolutely not put that plant in water. You can't return it to water. You can't put it in water for the first time. If your action of putting it in water helps promote the blossoming of flowers, absolutely you can't do it. It's not considered muksa. You can move it off the table. If you need the space on the table, you want to clear the table, but you can't put it in water. In a case in which you have a bouquet of flowers that is completely opened and blossomed, there is no growth left to take place, then two things. Number one, if the flowers fell out of a vase, you for sure can put them back in the same water. That you'd be allowed to do in that case. And if you need to put them in water for the first time, there we say to put it in water for the first time, we generally would shy away from that and would not do that as well on Shabbos. But if it is a case of a great need then there is what to rely on in this third case where they have fully opened, fully blossomed, and now you're just putting them in water for the first time in today's day and age where it's really not much of a tircha, not much of a burden at all to do so, one would be allowed to do so. And that is how we handle flowers on Shabbos. Pleasure to see everyone, even though none of you have your cameras on, so I'm really just looking at myself. But pleasure to learn with you. And uh, hopefully next time uh, we'll see some faces even. And oh, that's a treat. I would say the same thing. You know, if you have flowers that have not yet bloomed or blossomed, so they're not muksa, but you can't do something to promote the growth. So putting them specifically in the sun would be the same problem. That, that you couldn't do. But they're not, they're not necessarily muksa. You can move them off the table or clear the table, but you can't, you can't promote growth by moving them into the sun. Awesome.